Right, so let's kick it off. Uh, episode nine of the Politics One One podcast. You're all welcome. Yeah, week nine. Week nine. Yeah. Going at it. Going at it. some lovely weather outside. I will say. Uh, final <laughs> week of college for us, Josh. La- last day of the undergrad. Last day of our three year of undergrad. Yeah, and what a three years it's been. <laughs> um, I would say like we had a great time, but we didn't. We did you, uh, one and a half years of it was during a pandemic. We wouldn't lie to you. No, but anyway, so uh, yeah, you're all welcome. So, as always, we're going to kick it off. So, Josh, any updates on the news from last week? And I can tell from the face of Josh that he does not know what we talked about last <laughs> week on the news. I can see Let me just uh, remind myself there what we did last week. Um, also, we do have new microphones. Josh needs to be careful waving them around like that. Yeah, sorry if I've uh, destroyed anyone's ears there. Um let me just have a quick look on the LS Spotify. What was the news last week? See if there's any updates. Uh, Michal Martin, COVID. I assume he still has it. Um, no, he, he didn't have it. Oh, he's he, home he, now, is he? He went to Brussels for a meeting on Ukraine. Oh, good luck. Yeah, he was fine. He was um, after that. He went into Brussels and I think he's fine now. Uh, he said he didn't get a strong dose of COVID. Lucky for him. Yeah, unlike someone I know. Um... Then we discussed uh, Healy Ray back and forth with Leo. Um, no, 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 that that, that developed. Uh, Healy that? Ray said he, he's not going to apologise. End of. Oh well, yeah, but like we knew that was going to come. Like, there was no way that he was going to apologise. Yeah, he claims he never actually used the term airy fairy. Which I mean, he did use the term. It's just there's no. Yeah, it's, it's not an offensive term. No, I think um, I think he I think the way he's saying it is like he never used the term airy fairies because he said you're a you're um with the air. Yeah, something about like you're away with the airy fairies. You're away with the airy fairies. Yeah, I don't think he like said. He like didn't actually say you are an airy fairy. Yeah, I think that's what he kind of got at. But like, the heat rays need to cop on to themselves. Yeah, and then we discussed um, the number of refugees coming into Ireland from Ukraine. Um, I don't have an update the figures. No, s- still no. As the episode progresses, and um, I may see if I can track down a figure for that. Yep. And then um, Zelensky addressing the doll. Um, I think that's been set in stone yeah. for next month. Yeah, um, like it'll actually be a joint sitting of the doll. Yeah, as we Shannon. mentioned last week, it's he's only one of nine people to ever do that. But yeah, so um, no, no real updates, nothing of substance there. Okay, right. Um, so we'll, uh, Shanae. Shanae, we'll kick it into the main topic of this week, which is very interesting. We're going to talk about political scandals. So Josh, you're going to kick it off with the first scandal. Yeah, so I'm going to take you back to um, 19 years ago, 2002. Well, 20 born. years ago, but it was actually 19. When the year you were born, Josh, wasn't it? The year I was born, what a great year. Um, a lot of great people born that year. Like who? Myself. And? Just myself. <laughs> Just, Just the, w- the one great, great people with you. Um, yeah, so back in 2002, um, it was decided that it would be a great idea to have electronic voting. Mm. It was taken off in you know, the United States and said, oh, well, we should, you know become more modernised and have this people went ballistic yeah so basically the voting didn't actually work mm-hmm. you could press like oh yeah I want to vote for Leo and actually like put your vote down for someone else yeah there was actually a, a Simpsons episode made about it not, not it specific to Ireland but no but that was a scandal over in America and that actually happened where people were voting for the Democratic Bush. they were voting for Bush and was it Gore or? it was the Bush Gore election yeah. yeah and then you put you bet you vote for Gore and you vote for Bush and it was like, I think they had to like scrap like thousands of mm. machines that were faulty. So let me just get into the nitty gritty of it and why yes. it's a scandal. So obviously the machines didn't work as they were intended to work. TDs were afraid 
but they wouldn't get re-elected so they said yeah, fuck this we're not having this yeah um, the machine the, the total cost of the project was um, <coughs> 54.6 million euros um, and that is over the, the year I think it, the actual scandal itself went on until 2006 um, they spent 70k on some company to update the software and um, still didn't work so then they um, spent another couple of million uh, getting them recycled to yeah. some uh, metal recycling company oh it's just it's a lot and uh, I actually have uh, an update on the figures um, of refugees coming into the country as oh discussed yeah. in the introduction oh yes not really related to my scandal. Came in from our producer, I believe, is it? Uh, came across, yes. Uh, that was the noise of the laptop <laughs> in the background. <laughs> um, just under uh, 13,500 Ukrainian refugees have arrived in Ireland, um, according to Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee. Oh uh, a party favourite here in DCUYFG. Oh, of course. <laughs> greatest, the greatest win of their party. Um, but yeah. Sinead on, on vote. Any questions on, on the... We're early now. Or like, do they still have any of the machines? Like no, they're scrapped. Just scrapped. Scrap metal. Yeah. Did not keep one like as no. more like. That might be some of the museums somewhere. I yeah, I'd say like we got to have one like just in the doll, just being like, yeah, this is our failure of voting. Just get one for your gaff, like. Yeah, deadly. Joe, I believe uh, that you were going to talk to us about Gates. I guess not. I'm not, Bill, I'm not, not William. Not not Bill Gates. No. no. Um, now I'm going to talk about uh, as mentioned previously in the podcast. Irish society love Gates. We love talking about gates, so like there was so any scandal, we're like, ah, oh, that's gay. So we had a, the first one was golf gate, obviously. But the first gate we had in Ireland? Like, the one I'm, first one I'm going to talk about. Oh, right, okay. First one I'm going to talk yeah. about, but um, yeah, so obviously it was a big scandal back um, last, uh, in August of 2020, when we were in the middle of a quite serious lockdown, where a lot of people went to a, the Oireachtas Golf Society meeting in the Clifton Clifton and Galway. So there was many people there. Uh, Phil Hogan, Seamus Wolf, uh, Dark Cleary, a good few like people that like crossed the Fianna Fáil Fine Gael Green Party Coalition. They uh, quite the uh, shindig. Quite the shindig, yeah. Um but obviously uh, a lot of issues were happening. We were currently under like phase three of the roadmap. Which obviously was still quite it was indoor gatherings over the 50 were allowed. Yeah. There's 81 of them at least there. So Scum. Yeah. So obviously, Derek Cleary, who was um, the Minister for Agriculture at the time, uh, he had to step away. And then obviously, Phil Hogan obviously lost his job. And did anything come of him bringing the case? Um, he, oh, he brought a case for compensation. Yeah, he did, yeah. uh, I don't think anything. And then the second kind of one I'm going to talk about is the Catherine's of Home controversy. So obviously, it was at the Marion Hotel. Um, more than 50 people. Um, once again, it was because she was getting a new position made for uh, the UN envoy. Um, what did I say? Scum once again. Yes, yeah, scum once again. Yeah, so uh, this one had like the tarnish that Leo Radcliffe attended to it. Um, to which... Did Catherine's phone not email them, email the hotel to ask them? No, sorry, it was not Leo emailed the hotel being like, is this with COVID compliance? Sorry, you make the COVID compliance rules. See, you, you, you actually deliberated on <laughs> you COVID rules. You deliberated them and said, what How do happened? you not know? Um, 
but yeah so like there was a lot of there was a lot of controversy more at this one because it was leo like there's a lot of people speaking out about it Sinn Féin um, Lina Marie Liu asked for uh, a guest list to be made public um, David Cunan um, accused government of making it up as they go along that sounds a bit Manny McGrath-esque um, then um, there was uh, a leader um, saying it was a jaw-dropping mix of hypocrisy and uh, cronyism love that mm. but yeah so obviously great use of vernacular because apparently Michal Martin didn't know about Catherine's opponent's appointment uh, it was kind of a blindside for him. Michal Martin with his head in the sand once again. Yeah, so obviously she didn't take that role up because there was um, a lot of stuff. And obviously following this, there was a vote of no confidence in Simon Coveney, mm. uh, which there's been so many of them in the past. There's been a good few votes of no confidence Five in um, Finnegan ministers over the years, yeah. Yeah, which was discussed uh, when we discussed the, the government formation. Yeah, but um, that's kind of it. Um, two or three years, yeah, quite two. two big shindigs that were shown whilst loved ones were dying in hospitals and you couldn't visit them. Yeah. So is that is that Shinay on gates? Shinay on the gates. The gates. Um, I'm going to another, You've another one now. You've a legend of Irish politics. Yeah, I will be discussing uh, ex Taoiseach, sex icon, future president and Ireland's only true socialist. Bartholomew Patrick Ahern. What a man. And what a man. For people who don't know, um, Bertie. Bertie. Um, yeah, so he has had many scandals <laughs> over the years. Um, we could do a whole episode on his scandals. Could, you know, one of his famous lines was didn't have a bank account. Minister for Finance at the time didn't have a bank account. Got paid his wages in cash. Can we can we go Cash back? Cash and hand jobs. Cash and hand. You know, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Um, he was involved in you know planning breaches and corruption and cronies and brown envelopes. That's where Fianna Fáil got their tagline for brown envelopes from. Yeah. Uh, Bartholomew brought that to them. But um, yeah, only true socialist. I mean, in the constituency, he was a great man. To be fair, for like. Ireland, he did quite a bit. Like, he actually, like, between him and Hockey, they were kind of like... Oh, well, don't get me started on him now. <laughs> so I have him on, on the list here. So you did have the, um... Did, which one brought the GP cards in? Or the medical cards in? Hockey. Hockey, yeah. And then yeah, so... I w- we'll actually be talking about Hockey. But, um... In terms of the planning scandals with Bartholomew, they were, um... I'm sure many of our listeners are, um... They know of the uh, Liffey Valley Shopping Centre, um, originally called Quarry Vale. Oh. Um, the massive planning scandal around that and the rezoning of land, and that's why we actually have such so much red tape around planning in Ireland, thanks to the Bertie and the lads. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in terms of uh, Charles Hoy, oh, what a man. Um, if you say that around these kind of areas, he's Wanger. Um, but brought a very bad name. Say it around like a generation before our parents. Yeah. They'd class him as a hero. So obviously he had a few scandals himself. Um, when he was actually in office, uh, guns for the Ra. Oh, yes. Guns for the Ra. Yep. The arms race, you know, high and one of his mates in cabinet were smuggling guns in for the lads in the Ra. Fair play. You Fair know play. what I mean? Um, and then he was involved in the phone tapping scandal. 
Um, God, yes. Where he ordered um, phones of individual uh, political journalists to be tapped. Yeah. Um, you couldn't get away with that nowadays. No, you definitely. Like, imagine like Gavin Riley or Richard Chambers having their phones tapped. Jesus. And then, obviously, um, the one that kind of finished him off, final nail in the coffin, was when he robbed one of his mates. Robbed a few mil. I don't have the exact details. It just mm. came to my mind there. I don't actually have it written down. But robbed a few mil off one of the lads. And that yeah, that killed him off. To be fair, though, he did. Like, he did, as I said, the medical cards. Like, that was a huge thing. Mm. It still is today. It, it sure is. And then you're going to be talking to us about a um, rather sensitive issue. Yeah, this is probably one of the or scandals that has come out because a lot it's of something that a lot of people forget when they praise uh, yeah. the current CMO and Simon Harris. Yeah, it's it's an issue that like we've obviously with the previous scandals. So obviously we have the electronic voting, the gates, Bertie, and then even the next the next one you'll talk about it'll be an issue as well. But this one's the Servo Contract scandal, which quite bad for the time. Like what happens back then with 206 women developing cervical cancer because just got a false negative 162 of them were told that they were incorrect so the rest of them weren't the rest of them just weren't told like obviously Vicky Feeden was what kind of brought it to light like 2011 she got her smear test and she was told there was no abnormalities. Then, twenty fourteen, she was diagnosed with cervical cancer. And then she sued uh, the labs in which are over in Texas. She won two point five million. But then, fourteen other women in twenty fourteen review were also found to have false negatives. And then, twenty eighteen, the HSC confirmed how many had actually had it. And yeah, it was kind of it's a huge controversy. Obviously, there was a tribunal and all around it. Um, the two of the most prominent figures around COVID were involved in it with Simon Harris and Tony Houlihan, which then being in charge at the time. Yeah, it was quite a dark day for us of covering up failings once again yeah trying to brush it under the rug and in true Irish government fashion yeah yeah it was just then like Harris tried to like defend the scope inquiry like yeah like this is a good idea I'm gonna like accept all this but like yeah but 206 women have been told oh yeah you're grand to only later find out they have cancer don't really think that's acceptable no I, I concur yeah, and like Vicky Phelan ended up dying because of it. And she was named as one of the BBC's 100 Women 2018. And in 2022, she was awarded the Freedom of Limerick recognition for her role in the campaign mm. of bringing this to light. Yeah, and obviously they've been involved in many um, campaigns. Mm-hmm. If that's the word you'll use. Yeah. It's brought a lot of kind of media coverage to the topic as well it did like there it's was very important there was to making sure it doesn't happen again there was talks of the HSE being dismantled and reassembled due to this because it's like this is like this is a huge failing mm. huge failing Um, the HSE director general took a temporary leave of absence oh, over the, the scandal yeah 
yeah, that's kind of it for that one. Um, but yeah, it was very, very bad issue that happens, and only recently, like only twenty fourteen was when Vicky Feeling got her diagnosed. But twenty eighteen was kind of when it was brought to light. Mm. Less than four years ago. Yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was more recent, but yeah. Yeah, but uh, here I'm talking about the next scandal now, which is quite topical recently and kind of every year. Yeah, topical obviously now. Um, there is, it's being talked about a lot in the Shannon. Um, Stardust, bit of local history for myself. Um, I live down the road from where Stardust was, Budley Industrial. Industrial Park, it's not industrial. It's not industrial park, it was. Retail Park, I yeah, think it's called. Like but, um, yeah, obviously, Valentine's Day 1981, there was a massive fire in uh, the Stardust nightclub, and uh, leaving 48 people dead. Um, there was a tribunal in November of the same year mm-hmm. which um, exonerated um, the Butterly family um, in any wrongdoing in terms of the fire, which obviously si- evidence that has come to light since then um, discredits that. Um because there was doors found to be locked and chained up chained up and the blocked outside. and there was no way out and stuff like that so obviously there is another uh there's been tribunals since but they um failed to bear any fruit so there's another one coming up and there is an issue currently being decided on by the Shannon about the jury that will sit mm-hmm. and whether they can actually whether it will have a jury or not which it is, it is. Le- it's I- it's on the statute books that a jury can be uh, put in place for such a, a tribunal. But uh, whether it actually happens or not is still being deliberated on. But yeah, that's that's it really. Yeah, it was kind of big talking point. Uh, my uncle's going to be there. Um, a lot of people around the area will have stories about yeah, it. Yeah, a lot stuff. of them would have like of just a big memory of that because it was because it was a local local place. It's a local club that like people would go to, like before the blacker was a thing. Yeah. So people would go. Yeah. But yeah, th- I don't know much of the politics of it, so it's probably useless yeah. me putting well it in Christy there. Moore, but um, Christy Moore usually does the um, anniversary. Um yeah, it, this year was the forty-one year anniversary. It was meant to be. They're meant to have a massive thing for forty years, but obviously COVID, COVID took over, yeah. so they done it um, this year instead. And yeah, Christy Moore plays, and there was of a gathering of the families I believe and they kind of just yeah. you know, tell stories and stuff like that but yeah moving on from the bleakness of the last two uh, yeah, topics um, Nick you're going to tell us about um, Leo the leak yeah leaky Leo um, obviously big issue um, so the village magazine uh, published an article well I'd say an article a whole paper on um, a magazine a magazine yeah well, a whole magazine on Leo and him leaking a document to Matthew O'Toole. His, his good friend. His good friend. Um, and there was just a lot of stuff. So this was... Um, the confidential document was leaked about 2019, just mm. before COVID hit. Um, fizzled out. And he survived folk no confidence. It's still an ongoing investigation. The guards are still looking into it because the breach of section 7 of the criminal justice corruptions offices act it's a big mm. deal 
that um, that investigation has been concluded and a file was sent to the DPP. Or has it been? But um, the DPP are still making a decision. But the uh, new director general of the DPP is um, a good friend of Fine Gael. Of course he is. Thought they had that in. Yeah, they're saying... Um, she is. There was a lot of kind of stuff saying, you know, there was no, there was no advantage for Radcliffe doing it, so why would he do it? Like he, he didn't think it was confidential. I'd say there was a bit of revolution. Did you say revolution? Um, yeah, like it was, um, it was just. I love the argument of like he didn't know it was confidential. When said it on it. Clearly says on it. Confidential, not for circulation. Confidential, not for circulation. It has a watermark on each page. But the the text, the texts are the best. Very funny. Leo always delivers. Yeah. I still have that. Pe- I still have that magazine at home. Yeah, I remember flicking through it. It's great. It is. Quite funny. Yeah. But yeah. He, um. I don't know. I think he should have faced a bit more consequences for. It. I think. Should have been kneecapped. It, it's one of those things where it's always brushed under the rug. Yeah. Now it should it should have been sacked on the spot. Yeah. It was in a, a private company and he, he leaked a document like that. He'd be sacked on the spot for gross misconduct. So, I mean, sacked and kneecapped, I think, are a, a fair punishment for uh, yeah, yeah. leaking documents. Um, but yeah, I think that's, um, that's all the scandals that we have. Obviously, there's a lot more scandals that have happened. Mm. Scandals are always happening. <laughs> there's just, there's always something new that happens. Yeah, there's always something with Irish politics that comes up. Yeah, like because, um, don't know how to behave themselves. Like the majority of the majority of the ones we talked about have only happened in the past like ten years. Other than the uh, Bertie, Hahi, and Sardos. Yeah. Sorry, I'd say even five years. I'm not the next shock. Okay, yeah, ten years. Like it's just. Well, the next one was Dalton, so that was in. Two thousand and two, great year. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they've happened quite recently say so there's been a lot that I've been preferred of, but I think that's it for the news uh, for the main topic anyway yes yeah, so we move on to the news this week Nathan yeah wouldn't you give us your first news piece uh, yeah so uh, the first one is um Labour have a new leader they do and uh Ivana Baksh and she's had a uh, quite a time already as leader she has yeah to first off saying that she wouldn't go into coalition with um smaller left group parties yeah, because um, Labour are not a left-leaning party. No, but it's the fact that they said, oh, yes, we won't go into smaller parties, um, even though they claim to be a more left-leaning party nowadays. Then they came out and said, no, we don't want to form a coalition with Sinn Féin either. And who does that live? Who does that live for them to form a coalition with left? They're, they're former. Oh, no, wait, what? what? No, who does that, sorry, no, further on, who does that leave them to form a coalition with now? To be honest, I wasn't listening to what you said Fianna before. Fianna 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 the only two parties that they've kind of not ruled out. The only two parties they haven't ruled out, yeah. So. Now, for the tour time on this podcast, scum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, I feel like they think it'll help them raise in the polls. I mean, the whole point of Alan Kelly getting sacked was... Uh, to raise them in the polls, but I mean, like, if I don't think Labour voters are keen on Ivana Budget, too. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't really know that many Labour voters. No. It's a fact. Distance myself from It's the fact of she's after ruling out making a left coalition. Mm. They're going to get no transferable votes from any left party. Mm. Meaning the only transferable votes they will get is Fianna Fáil and Fianna and they're clutching at their seats now. They're clutching at the polls. So they won't get any transferable votes. I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. That's really all we can do. For general election 2022. Um, yes, what's your... Um yeah, so we actually only have one. Um, it's not look impressed. <laughs> all right, okay. Because I have like four, I think. Yeah, so. well, that's grand. <laughs> uh, you, you can take it away. Um, there was seen an article there yesterday um, that there's going to be a 22.4% increase in uh, the cost of electricity from Electric Ireland due to the carbon tax mm-hmm. being brought in on the 1st of May. Um, which obviously, as we've discussed, um, electricity and um, you know the cost of electricity on previous weeks, this will hurt consumers even more, especially those at the very bottom of the ladder. Um, and it just... You know, Eamon Ryan said he's going to try and cushion the blow for people, but, you know, as was discussed about the petrol, it will be a day late and a dollar short, and it won't go far enough. Sinead. Sinead, Um Yeah, so I'll, um, I'll bring in another one. So, obviously, there's a new levy coming in. So, obviously, we had the plastic bag levy. Worked wonders. Rarely see plastic bags anymore, so government have now decided that they're going I, to... I, I see plastic bags quite a lot, actually. You don't see them as often as you used to do, though. Uh, I don't know. They're kind of just... Not in, like, now, but, like, think about everyone used to have, like... Everyone would just get plastic bags for their shopping. Mm. Like, it's, the, it's the, the, re- like the shopping section I'm talking about, like, Dawn's, Tesco, Super Value. Mm. Everyone's bringing the bag for life. Break. But anyway, the government are introducing a 20 cent levy now on reusable coffee. On Bastards. U- on coffee cups. Fucking wankers. So yeah, so if you don't have um, don't have a reusable coffee cup, you might want to pick one up because you're going to be charged from now on for having not having one. And 20 cents is quite a bit. That's up. But like most of the places I get my coffee from uh, use compostable cups already. Yeah. So what's the crack there, like? Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's a fully thought out plan. I believe uh, as as usual. As usual, it's the fact of they don't know what they're doing, and a lot of places still don't take coffee cups because COVID. Yeah, a lot of places won't use reusable cups. A lot of places won't use. A lot of people won't take them. Fuck. So they're just kind of keep, keep um, taking twenty cents off you. Yeah. Scum. Um. Another one, big one. Was that um there was a UVF bomb threat when um Simon Calvin was up the north? Jeepers! Yeah. Only a couple of days after the security threat was actually lowered, the internal security threat yeah. in Northern Ireland. They just had to raise it up the again. North of Ireland. Yeah, he was obviously um he was up um for John Hume um foundation making a speech, and uh, someone briskly walked in, told him something, and then he goes, "I need to leave now." Just goes. Yeah. Um. There was a van or something hijacked yeah. on the way and your man walked in, he was like, All right, let's uh we have a bomb in the van there. Sound. Mm. Yeah. Evacuate. Apparently it was um declared a hoax by the PSNI. Mm. Um but then at this early stage of investigation, um believes it was the UVF anyway. 
So that's kind of another one. Um, just one more kind of just to throw in here. I've just seen here. Apparently they were talking about breakfast rolls in the doll. Come again? They were talking about breakfast rolls in the doll. So obviously, um, obviously our favourite TD, Matty McGrath, is talking about the pork industry. And um, he just started talking absolute nonsense. In true Matty McGrath like fashion. Absolute fucking nonsense. He's talked about, like, he's obviously given out saying they need a rescue package. And he says, um, you wouldn't be recognised until you don't have any rashes for your breakfast roll. And then we started talking about, um, we used to have a rasher with a poached egg. What? Apparently that's what, um, apparently who said that? Uh, that's what Michal said, I believe. We just have a rasher with a poached egg. Or, or um, they just started talking absolute garbage about fucking sausage and breakfast rolls. Um, he jumped in, um, Steve's like making a joke with the request by saying he eats poached eggs. They start talking about breakfast. Right. Obviously, um, um, not really surprised it was Matty McGrath, to be honest. Um, yeah, and then he was in no, Matty McGrath was in no mouth to give away. He said pig, pig in the street might be wiped out if there was no government action. And, and I quote, this mockery, this mockery by the shock and poached eggs, he'd be well poached when they get at him, or fried even. <laughs> this, is, this is our government. This is who lead this country and decide on major issues. Talking about breakfast rolls. Disgraceful. Alright, I think that's, uh, that's all the news I have, I believe. Yeah, well obviously that's all I have as well. Um... But yeah, onto our favorite topic, which is. Oh, can we can we throw a, a oh fuck? Can we throw in a word for uh, Will Smith. Oh fuck him! No, right. Oh, oh fuck <laughs> him. Um, okay. Show that again. Now onto our favorite topic, <laughs> TD of the week. Oh lovely! Who have we got this week, Josh? Uh, this week is Patrick O'Donovan. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a TD for Limerick County. Ah yes. And he um, affiliates himself with Finnegale. Ah yes. Had a quick Google search of him earlier on. Uh, yeah, I have something in front of me. Oh, you do? Oh, carry on. Uh, he blamed the uh, provisional IRA for the Dublin Manham bombings and said it was Sinn Féin as well. Fair play. So, uh, yeah, he kind of blamed Sinn Féin on that. Um, see, it was said it's ignorance. Uh, Sinn Féin called for an apology after he blames the party for the Dublin Manham bombings, which... from to do something like that no um, that's just set out a lot of prejudice you know towards it's actually hurtful to the victims of the Dublin Monaghan bombings yep. um, dare I say again scum especially when you've claimed they did it and then he accuses the IRA of doing it yeah it sounds like a bit of a fucking idiot to be honest yeah he looks it as well Mousy looking for now, there's no there's no need for that now. <laughs> Man's not here to defend himself. I, listen, I don't care. If you're gonna say if you're gonna if someone's gonna like be like, no no no, we did this and then like, nah, these other people that we don't like did this. Yeah, it's a bit fucking scumbaggery. It's a bit being a gobshite. Yeah, I don't really have anything on him to be honest. Uh he does fuck all. <laughs> He's a junior he minister. He might do a lot in fucking what's he junior minister for? Um, oh god, where is it gone? Um, he's Minister for State for uh, what public expenditure and reform. Oh, really? um, 
and from 2017 to 2020, he was uh, uh, was Minister of State for Finance. Um, 2016 to 2017, he was Transport, Tourism and Sport. Interesting. Yeah. Um, um, he, sorry, he's Minister of State with responsibility for Office and Public Works now, yes. Um, yeah, I just clicked onto his um, Fine Gael page. And uh, is there I'm, I'm sure he does a lot for Limerick. I'd uh, say so. Luckily, but uh, I've never heard of him. No, neither have I. National level. But um, yeah. I think I think that's Shinay on the TD of the week. I believe it's Shinay on the podcast. Yeah. So obviously, join us next week. Episode ten. Josh is currently holding his microphone like a boxing ring announcer. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to start something. Um. So yeah, join us next week for episode ten, um, where we'll discuss um, so TBA. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because we don't have a lot of time to do. Decide what we're doing on. Thursday, and then record it on Thursday. So yeah, cool. fair. Yeah, so obviously you can follow us on our socials, which is Politics One One Pod on Twitter, uh, Politics One One Underscore Pod on Instagram, and you can also email us on Gmail, which is Politics One One Pod at Gmail dot com. Yeah, so do get in touch um, with any ideas you might have. We did have uh, one person get in touch about um, uh, the topic we done last week, which was obviously transport. Uh, someone requested transport, so it was you know, oh, great to. Cool. Give our listeners what they want. Yeah, and definitely. Um, yeah, I, I sent them a lovely response off the uh, email account as well. Ah, right. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> long. <laughs> it's long. <laughs>